1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: <laughs> it's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box of wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. Mm-mm. It's the Purple Pants. Mm-hmm. It's the Purple Pants. Mm-hmm. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast Pit Stop Coverage of Amazing Race, Episode 318, River Dance. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always, with your pit stop coverage of Amazing Race, you can watch this audio podcast in video. Just head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think about this week's. Episode, I'm excited to be back with the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, Brooke Cam High Goodwin. And we are breaking down everything of Episode 11. We are sad when we are breaking this down because we realize it's only one more episode left in the season. Like this Amazing Race season went by so quick. But this was a really great episode. So I'm always excited to chat with my girl, Brooke. So listen, let's get this pit stop started. Started. stop. Pit stop. It's a stop. It's a stop. stop. It's a stop. 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 And welcome back to the Purple Pants podcast pit stop coverage of Amazing Race Season 35, Episode 11. I am joined by my amazing co-host, the winner of Season 29 of the Amazing Race, Miss Brooke Cam High, but now known as Miss Brooke Goodwin. Brooke, how are you?
4: I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. My neck hurts. I'm great. I'm excited. This was honestly one of my favorite episodes, maybe ever. I really, really loved it. I cried. I cheered. I yelled. The dog wouldn't went berserk when I did all those things. Matt was like, "Stop yelling!" and I was like, "I can't. It's just so good." And so, big fan.
3: Yeah. I love this episode. Uh, I got emotional at the end and I felt like, you know, sometimes my gripe with Amazing Race. Well, I mean, I still have a kind of a gripe, but I wasn't as mad because I felt like this judge was like, yeah, no, do it again. Oh,
4: I liked it. Do
3: it again. But I also realized like towards the end of whatever. But so that like, so that was my cherry and my gripe. Or what do they say? Like when you I have one thing this. positive. Yeah, or yeah, thing yeah. Negative. I don't
4: know what the term is though, but I know what you're talking about.
3: Well, that was my one cherry. Uh, your but cherry you're not, and
4: your caper. Cause I don't like capers. So
3: <laughs> I don't know if I ever had, what, what right. is, caper? is that like a caper? Like those little
4: teeny salty, like things that are on like a chicken piccata. Like those, they, they're kind of like, little they're not olives but they're in the same family as I like know. sun-dried tomatoes little tiny green uh-huh. things they're very salty but they're also uh-huh. i don't like them well i love Papers.
3: olives i love pickles i love so Do i, I like, like sun-dried tomatoes yeah
4: oh like, and i should like that's like the food of my like ancestors and yet still not for me
3: yeah, I don't love every sun-dried tomato, but I do love sun-dried tomatoes. You put that- some blue
4: cheese in some olives though, and dunk them in a martini, and I'm good for the night. That's it. Blue Works cheese dolls. for me. Yes, exactly. Maybe we'll have some next week. Okay, sorry. No. I'm. I'm packing. you doing <laughs> the capers.
3: Oh, capers. Okay. <laughs>
4: now i am very excited to see who next week is going to win all the good oh
3: my god it believe,
4: it's time can, for good
3: can you believe that there's only one more episode left in this season
4: oh it's like it makes me very sad but on the bright side the next season is starting very soon so if you want to get rid of us you can't internet we're here
3: We're here.
4: Exactly. And if you haven't seen it yet, please do go see our exit interview with the most recently eliminated team who they started by saying we weren't supposed to talk to you next week. And I was like, that's the best opening to an interview ever. And they're right. They probably weren't supposed to talk to us till next week. I think they were robbed, but we'll get to it. So what do you say we jump into leg 11?
3: I was going to say, I was, I'm ready to jump into some cold water, but all right, let's go.
4: (sighs) Have fun. I am not ready for, that's, that was legitimate. Okay, so Leg 11, they're flying a thousand miles from Stockholm, Sweden to Dublin, Ireland, which I think is, there are so many things to do in Ireland. It's such a gorgeous country that I think some of the things they did were, you have to do some like iconic things, but Um, I'm actually a fan of all the things they did. They were all a little bit different. The um, leg had a little bit of a different cadence than the other legs. There were no detours and two roadblocks, which I think was pretty interesting. And I think that really made the decision who had to do the roadblocks made the decision as you went home because yeah, on my season you had to do, um, by the end of leg nine, you had to have at least done four. Each team member had to do four. And so I had done my four and we saved the last one for Scott in case he had to, I don't know, make another ladle or something ridiculous. Um, Of course, it turned out to be bungee jumping, which I would have loved and he was terrified of. But it made for good TV here. We had two teams that had each done five. You had to do you had to each have done six, I believe, is what it was by the end of this leg. So two teams, Greg and John and Joel and Garrett had each member had done five so they could decide. However, Rob and Corey, Rob had done six and Corey had only done four. And same with Steve and Natalie, she had done six and Steve had only done four. So whatever came to them today was going to have to be a Corey and a Steve task. Little did they know there would be two that came to them today. So, okay, so all five teams are leaving within five minutes of each other, which is crazy. Maybe the the closest I can think of one other time where it was closer and there I think it was season 28 eight um where all the teams raced to the mat together off of a train and it was kind of a ridiculous foot race and the team that went home went home by three seconds mm. um and so all the teams started identically but this is about as close as you can get. so
3: i have a question for you brooke if yeah you, it's something like that would you want to go home within three seconds or would you rather it be like 20 minutes
4: I, how but can I not go home <laughs> I, mean, I guess 20 minutes I I don't know like three, right but the thing is for me it would have been the three seconds I was clearly the slowest per- mm, there was one team that was slower than me like on our season so like I, I could have would have done my best but I'm probably the person who would have fallen a little bit short although there, there was a team or two I could have beaten now
3: Yeah, I just don't know, like, the emotional standpoint of, like, if I go home, like, do I want to go home and, like, literally a second away from not going home? Or do I want to, like, stroll on it and be like, what's up, Phil? Like, I don't know. Like, what would be better?
4: think the stroll. Right. I feel like the stroll. You have your moment. Um, Okay, so. Everyone is getting ready to go to Ireland, but first an Expedia commercial where they all talk about how great the app is and they go on and on and Expedia did their product placement and blah, blah, whatever. So great. So they're going to Ireland to take the plunge. So you have to swim out to a buoy in the Irish sea and everyone on their way there is talking about Corey is talking about how the pressure is on and pressure makes diamonds and he's all inspirational. And Rob is all, I'm going to haul ass today, which is holy. Rob is without Anna Lee, Rob's now my spirit animal. Like, he's, you would think that the dad would be all, you know, inspirational. He's like, I am going to just bust a move.
3: Like, Rob, I love right, him.
4: Rob I love Wade. him.
3: And I loved how when they jumped in the water, they ain't have no life jackets on. Joel and Garrett had their life, life jackets Jacket on.
4: Life jackets just going to slow you down, honestly. Corey I mean, and you know Rob, well,
3: first of all, what Corey was, I said, okay, look at Corey. Well,
4: okay, so I wrote down, I was like, give for, here, Oh, here we go. We're talking about this. I say, let Bryce talk about sexy men in swimsuits. I put it in here. I got on page two of my notes. I'm ready. I, was I, th- I said, it okay.
3: But well, listen, in my opinion, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, because I saw Rob, okay, Rob with his hairy chest. I said, now, wait a minute. Is Rob contending to be in the next zaddy calendar? Like, I, 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 I don't a know. Is there father's son
4: page? I mean, in, next, in the next calendar?
3: listen because i said but listen i was wondering because when Corey jumped into that uh water he was out like he was like they cut through the water (laughs) both of them mind you i was at well i wasn't at home i was on the airplane but i was in my mind saying 20 feet 20 feet because rob i mean Corey was out but rob definitely kept up um and I'm a Pisces, so I love anything. Water. Oh, uh, that cold plunge. I was like, oh, I would have loved to get into that water. Oh, see, I'm a Steve.
4: I I love water. I love to swim. I was a lifeguard and a swim instructor. I could, I will cut through the water. We never had to swim, only running. Anyway, um, I love that. But Steve gets in the water and he's like, We have a pool. Um, if the pool's not 98.6 degrees, i do not I'm not getting it. in it. I, I feel that, Steve. That's fine. There's no reason to ever get in water. I mean, it's good for the joints. And I think it's good for, you know, inflammation and stuff Go like ahead. that. People take ice baths. I understand. It's not something I particularly ever want to do. I did try it once. It's not comfortable.
3: I love it. Well, once you get the breathing, right? Because it's like, you have to really like work through breathing, but I, I've done it a couple of times. And I maybe it. that was my
4: problem. I just was like, <laughs>
3: Right, yeah. You really that's not to, the like, breathing. You have to, like, push your breath out. Like, you have to, like. <sighs> <sighs> like, labor. <laughs> right. Because, it's like, if not, you're going to, like, your body's going to, like, tense up and you're not going to breathe and, like.
4: That, that's what happened to me. So, yeah, we had that happen. Um, okay, so Steve and Annalie are on their way. They hope the water is warm. They're in for a rude awakening. And then everyone arrives in Dublin. They go to this 40-foot first one. It is a self-drive and it is a stick shift on the left. You know how we love a self-drive. Now, and I am the only... You, me too! I was going to say, you, we knew that about each other. I was like, this stick shift actually is slightly easier for, you know, the Purple Pants podcast pit stop crew because we lefties. So, okay. So we talked about who's done the roadblocks. Here's where things go wrong. Steve takes a wrong turn. And while everyone is close together, Steve <laughs> Bryce is driving his way if you're listening and not watching through the podcast. You, you actually look like you know what you're doing. Uh, you're shifting gears with your left hand. I, I told you. Have you I done t- it before you, on the left do, side?
3: You don't remember. Well, no. Well, to answer your question, yes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I have not done Sorry, it. <laughs> uh, s- Sorry, Mama Kim. Hi. Uh, but She's remember. <laughs> After the first season, the pit stop, I saw on Groupon a stick shift. Yes. So I have yes. taken stick shift before, but I, that sounds stop bad. It. Stop it. Uh, stop it. But I've never on the left side.
4: Well, there's always time but to listen. switch it up.
3: <laughs> listen. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: We're going off the rails. Okay. Says Noah, I don't care. Steve's taking a wrong turn. This is where things go wrong because everyone else gets there quickly. And Steve and Annalie are behind. Now, they're not so detrimentally behind, but they are behind. And I think this is where it starts to
3: kind of I don't think this killed them. Now I will say though, when I was watching that, and mind you, you know, Annalie is my girl. She did say turn
4: at the street. And well, she said, turn around. And he said, do you want me to turn? And she said, yes. So I, I understood what she was saying.
3: I, I feel like sometimes I'm a little slow. So in that moment, I was like, what did he do wrong? He turned. But see, I like, you know, you got to be really, really clear. But I, uh, I I was like, I was a little bit on Steve's side that time. No, because I, was I knew like, what she
4: was saying. Annalisa on the
3: street. He
4: turned it. Yeah, but I I would also say, yes, you have to turn, but you have to keep turning so that you can turn back around. If you have to go down the next street, great. Listen, I'm with her. I'm with her.
3: Steve likes the main roads, the big yeah. highways. You said turn. He said, he's he said.
4: He drove that car like a boss. Yeah. Everyone else is whining and complaining. And Steve's like, I got this. He was, but he got it the wrong way. So, okay. So. Everyone is in the water. All the sexy men in their swimsuits are swimming out there. Everyone goes in. Everyone comes back. It's not that hard. I really do think Joel and Garrett, unless they're not swimmers, a life jacket will just slow you down in a situation like that because you can't do the whole movement as well. And in the
3: beginning, uh, Phil said, walk out there. I really feel like they could have just stood up and walked.
4: Oh, no. I think the walk out was because the steps were into the water Um, and then you had to swim. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if the forty foot was the distance of the whole hole or no, it had to be the depth forty feet. I, yeah, I don't know. It was walk into the thing and then swim okay. out. So you had to swim out to that buoy. They're all gone before Steve and Annalie arrives. Steve's wearing his sneakers. I don't know if they're water sneakers, but I think they're his regular sneakers, which damn near make him drown. I actually was worried for his so well being. They, you could see how they had the rescue swimmers in the water and the lifeguard watching because when your sneakers like it's like swimming in jeans that's dumb like you will go down with that
3: but you can also tell that like steve is like has been in the water before because oh, yeah. anytime that you're swimming or you get fatigued you know what you you just go on your back that's true
4: right and he did it with fins on his hands because he took his sneakers off and he put them on his hands and made himself some paddles so whatever works but you could tell she was Anna Lee was worried. I think Steve, I think the only person who didn't really seem worried was Steve.
3: Well, I mean, Anna Lee was worried, but also- Anna But was not like, so worried that she wasn't I, gonna,
4: she was like gonna go back and get him, right? She was like, like, dad, dad, dad? Come on, dad, we- Is my dad coming? there? Right. Can somebody go get him? Well, that's the thing. If they go get him, then I'm thinking there's a penalty. Like if he can't complete the task on his own. So good on you, Steve, right. for continuing and never asking for. I don't think he actually needed the help. I think he was he just, just
3: he just wanted Anna Lee to slow down a little bit. But like <laughs> he knows his daughter, and like again, Anna Lee was in it. She was locked in, and I'm sure some facebook chatter you know i'm not on the facebook chatter but i don't I care am. what nobody say she was locked in and i'm not mad at that and i just love the relationship that she has with her dad because it's just like very similar to my mom when i go to my mom's house my mom be like be like, what then my mom will be like I, like you know like that's like the type of banter that we have so it's Same. like i get it like i get it she mm.
4: people just like to pick at things it's going to be like, I don't even know what I'm going to do next week when Facebook's not bad mouthing anybody like I, I just have to be happy and content and whatever. Like, I don't know. People are like, I'm happy that she went home because she's so mean to her. dad. No, she's not.
3: Now she's she's not mean
4: to her dad. They are such a cute pair. And this is how And you know what I did notice. There's this thing called Franken editing. I've mentioned it before. Like they showed me holding my arm and crying before they showed me fall. And so they were showing her, say, come on, dad, when dad was actually in front of her. Like they were just they they use a soundbite and it's fine. There are things she said, but like that, everyone needs to just calm down.
3: And not for nothing. I think Annalie and Steve, they need to. Where's the merch? I need a come on dad shirt. OK. Come,
4: come around, on, dad. dad. Right.
3: Where's the shirt?
4: I would buy that the shirt. One. Well, maybe it'll be coming. We'll tell them they should get some shirt. I want one, too. I like that. Okay, so once you finish the swimming, also, her swimsuit was really, really cute. I want to know where that came from. So hit me up. Let me know.
3: It
2: is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality
0: TV.
4: Um, Okay, so they have to go to the Gaiety Theater, I think it's called, for their next clue. So, they get to the theater. Um, Here's the other thing. Before they get to the theater, Steve and Annalie are out of the water, and Greg and John are getting directions. And Steve and Annalie happen upon Greg and not Mad.
3: I am with you there, right?
4: So, Greg and John are going, and Steve and Annalie are following. Yes. So yeah. So and and Greg, I believe, is the one driving. Uh, I can now. Yeah.
3: Okay. I think so. Greg is the
4: one who's driving, and he's like, I think we have Stephen and Annalee behind us. Okay, so Greg is the one who's driving, and Stephen and Annalee are behind them, and he says. I think we have some followers. But then Steve and Annalie decide that they're going to stop and get directions because they think Greg and John are going wrong. And Greg and John are like, we're not going wrong. And they weren't going wrong. Uh, I think Steve and Annalie actually get there first. So it does work out for them. So they get to the theater. Rob and Corey get there first. And the roadblock, number one, says, who wants to get your steps in? And Corey has to do it. Now. He's gone. Hopefully he'll come back because now I feel very alone.
3: You can keep going. Who wants to get your steps in?
4: Okay, because I was just like, I'm so alone. Okay, you'll edit that out, I hope. Okay, so anyway, um, so it's who wants to get, the roadblock there says who wants to get your steps in. And now I think, I don't know what would have happened. We... If Rob had to do this roadblock, it would have to just be feeling the vibrations of the music on the stage. I mean, he could learn the steps, but can't hear the music. So fortunately for them, this is one that Corey has to do.
3: And what I loved about Corey and Rob was that they said they strategically allowed uh, Rob to do more upfront, so that in the end, if it happened to be something physical, uh, Corey was ready and waiting to go. Uh, and this was
4: smart because it happened to be something musical so Corey this was the luck of the race for them and the luck of well, the Irish
3: if you will was I the only one that was like smitten over Corey uh, when he picked uh, his partner and then you know in the end he was like and she happened to be kind of cute I was like look at hey, like,
4: them!" they were such a cute couple and you know the Facebook went crazy and they're like are they dating Mad She's married, guys. Relax. She's married to another dancer because we do our research here. Um, okay, so Corey is learning this dance. He is so cute doing. Like the, the two of them are. She's a great teacher, by the way. I'm nice. then now, standing up and trying to learn the river dance and hopping back and doing yes. the thing. I want to learn it. I like I like trying to do the tasks that they do on the race. I've memorized a poem. I'm doing the river dance. Blah blah blah, whatever. So you have the the
3: river dance very- just needs a little, you know. They need a little poppy, like you know, a little junk in the trunk need to move when they pop pop pop. That's that's all the river dance needs, in my opinion. But you
4: know. the music for the river dance, I loved it so much. It just was so like Game of Thronesy. It was very. I I, I enjoyed it. So he's there doing his thing. Um, They're very cute together. And then Joel and Garrett show up second um, and Joel volunteers to do it. He's like, I'll get my steps in. You're standing in front of Riverdance. He seemed genuinely surprised, when it was like, join the Riverdance team. And he's like, and I'm like, just look right. It's a huge thing that says Riverdance. Like,
3: what do you think, think it is, sir? Right. But the thing I have to give Joel is that like when he was first trying it, he was like, I think the biggest hurdle that I need to get over is telling myself that I can't do it. And that was like really big for me because there are like so many times in life that things come up and it's like I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. (laughs) It's my catchphrase
4: on the show. I'm with you. I hear you. But we can do it.
3: Right. You can. And I think it's more it's mind over matter. Right. And when you like commit to I'm going to do it, I think we things happen. So I, I love that about Joel. I
4: loved Joel. He talked about how he took a dance class in college to meet girls. He met girls, but never learned to dance. He did such a great job of not letting the negativity like seep into his brain because he was not good at it. I mean, let's. Be fair. He was not good, but he never stopped. And he's like, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to come back. I'm going to take your energy and we're going to nail it. And I honestly think the judge in this task was very, very helpful because if you had had a judge, he was just like, nah, again, like just mean. This judge was so supportive. Yeah, Yeah, he's the executive producer and associate director of Riverdance Uh and was just so kind about it. He was like, that was great. You'll do great again. Like, he, I love, I mean, he's up there. This judge for a whole different reason of, you know, no, or My, your dragon will not fly. Your dragon.
3: Uh, I liked it because I'm like, even if you could, because listen, let's be real. A lot of them were not getting them steps. However, yeah. it's like you just needed to pretend like you were and you have to hit it with a boom, boom. Uh, like, right. that, you know, that's all you had to do and you would get it. So I, uh, I appreciated him for. I feel like, well, or I appreciate the producer for meeting each participant where they were, right? Like, okay, you clearly not getting these steps, but you're going to have to at least move up with the dancers, go back with the dancers, and then hit the boom, pop,
4: pop. I want to see you do it. We should learn this river dance. I feel like you'd be good.
3: I mean, I'm a little, like, I feel like I'm not the best dancer, so, but once I get the steps... I'll have it forever. So I, I would have been more like a Steve.
4: I do think Corey obviously had a little bit of an advantage because when you're there first and you don't have everyone else talking and training their person, like in the same area. So he did have a nice advantage. There was a time in Venice where we had to sing on a canal and we got there. Um, and I was like, we need to move away from this team because you hear other teams practicing and you're like, huh? like I can't, you can't do things when you hear other people in your ear. So, but I will say Joel, more power to you Steve maybe even more power to you he was like I'm just used to wiggling and I just you know slide like this is what we do we two-step I just those two were so heartwarming during this task because they so easily could have been like like I'm never gonna get it and get down on themselves and neither one did I think Anna Lee when she saw what it was was like mother like why can I not do this roadblock like I think she would have She would have forced right through. I think that would have been the game changer for the episode. The
3: MVP of the night, in my opinion, was John because they were behind. They were the last team practically at this point. And John came up in there. John said he played the piano. Yeah. It's like, you know, music is a language to him. John got the boom, pop, 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 (laughs) pop, 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 pop. He really did. No, he like, I mean, he really, and mind you, like I was watching when I was on the plane, I kept uh, rewinding his like segment because he was into it. Like, you know, like he was like the smiles, the like, I mean, he was really performing. And so uh, I was very proud of him.
4: Well, you could tell, like one of the things they said, keep your smile, keep with the you could tell he understood the assignment. Like he's like, even if I'm not perfect, I'm gonna do everything else that I can do so perfectly that they're not gonna not be able to pass me. So yeah, Corey gets it in two tries. Corey did so great. Like he was actually getting the flips and the flicks and the what What can't these people do? Like it's ridiculous.
3: Corey didn't have no pots on his head, so he was like, I can learn a dance.
4: So then John gets it um, in two tries as well. Past, he's great, but he's like, I do all things music. I know it. He's a, he does make a comment a little bit later that's a little bit cocky and maybe foreshadowing. We'll talk about it. So Joel, we're talking about how Joel stresses out. After seven tries, he finally gets it. But not before. After nine tries, Steve finally gets it. Now, the way that that happened is because Joel at some point decided to go back upstairs and practice again. And Garrett's like, did he, did he leave? What What's he doing? And then Joel's like, ah, maybe I don't want to do that. So Joel gets it. Steve gets it in nine tries. Joel gets it in seven tries. But so Steve heartwarming. First, though.
3: Like Steve yeah. and annalee are out first.
4: Yes. Which was, and Annalie I think was genuinely a little bit surprised. <laughs> And just so you can, it's it's got to be so hard, like when you know you can do something better than your partner, but you can't actually do that task because you're not allowed to sit there. She was so supportive, like, good job, dad. Where are the good job, dad, people? No, people just like to harp when she's like, come on, dad. But also there's support. I give up. That's fine. Nobody. OK, so after you're done with this roadblock, you have to drive to Croke Park to get your next clue. And this is like a stadium that plays some sort of sport. But we don't know what the sport is until we get there. It is hurling, which is kind of like lacrosse, meets baseball, baseball Um,
3: rugby. Yeah, maybe not rugby because rugby is a little more physical. So but so is lacrosse. So I feel like it's lacrosse meets baseball meets badminton.
4: With football goalposts.
3: Yes. And soccer. And that you also can hit it in the soccer. Yeah, that was the part that just confused me. They just took a
4: lot of sports and put it together, and they came up with hurling. So roadblock number two. I'm curious as to why they made this two roadblocks. But roadblock number two, Corey has to do it again. So this is a very Corey and a very Steve-heavy episode because they had to do both the roadblocks. So they get to the stadium. Rob is... This is where I started. I lost it. They're running into the stadium and Rob goes, I want this more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just flipping loves him. Like he's just, and then Corey's like, I heard my dad say that. And I'm like, I want it more than anything too. And then I start crying and the, he just always has this smile on his mm-hmm. face. Rob is, I wonder if they ever fight. I'm going to ask them if they ever, ever fight. Maybe they are. We just don't know. And Rob could be signing. Be you suck. It. And we don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask. I'm curious. Okay. So Corey has to do this roadblock. He's happy because he played baseball. Rob is beaming like you showed, because he loves watching his son do things. Um, It takes Corey seven tries, but it's such a fast roadblock because the second you drop the ball, you can start over and nobody else is there. So he gets it done really, really quickly. And they're in and out in first. And then Greg gets there because he hopped over the other two at the dancing at the Lord of the Dance. And. This one is Greg's turn because they are e- even on roadblocks and he gets it on the second try. And the first try he didn't get it only because he wasn't moving fast enough, not because he even didn't right. do anything right. So good on him. I think the hardest part of this was getting the ball, hitting the ball through the uprights. I think you needed to have a little bit of upper body strength for that. And then Garrett shows up, you know, again, because Stephen and Annalie, I don't know, are lost. They get lost again. They see Stephen and Annalie when they're leaving and they're shocked they're not in last. So Garrett and Joel need to like remember that things change, leads change because they're always so shocked. Although I guess that's like, fair. I was although, really shocked. Although they're
3: so the- shocked, they, for them to think that they were in last place, they still were in it like you know what i mean like it's like i i love their go get it attitude and i love like how they just stay upbeat and it doesn't matter if they think they're in first or last their energy is the same and yeah I they're care.
4: racing like they're in last all the time which is really what you have to do especially toward the end here because the lead changes are when you're so close you could be in last and third and the difference is 10 seconds so just race like you're always in last um so this one is garrett's turn and this is where now i want joel and garrett to win because garrett starts talking about what he'll do with the money and he's mentioned previously he has a special needs daughter and if he wins the money they want to buy her a service dog somebody get the man a service dog like i I will start a petition your daughter needs a service dog like some like there's got to be brooke
3: you will go down the street and like find a stray dog i will train. no train it yes okay train it and gift it to them, right? So it's like, yes! yeah,, I, yeah. When he said that, um, I think I was like, for me, it really like, I don't know what the exact word I want to use, but like, it just, in my mind, like just think like you expect people to say house, or uh, this, or uh, that. And like for him, it it seemed like something so simple, right? but so like thoughtful, so purple, I don't know, like that it that just got me really emotional and like, you know, people always say like, you know, the money's for my family and this and that. But like, I just felt like he was so specific and it was just, yeah, that got me emotional. We have Uh, to know
4: somebody, somebody within the CBS family of reality TV personalities has to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. I'm going to see who I know that knows someone. And I'm going to be like, look, we need a service dog for this very cute little girl And we're going to make it happen. Garrett, if you didn't win the money, and I don't know if you did or not, because, again, I'm going in with no knowledge of the finale. But if you didn't, let's talk, because we I volunteer sometimes at an animal shelter here in New York City, but they're not service dogs. They're just I believe in rescuing dogs. But we will. I this touched my soul on such a deep level because of the animal thing and because my mother was a special education teacher like this is all very hitting home and I want to do what I can to help. So we're going to do what we can, or maybe you want the million dollars and you don't need our help. In which case can I borrow 20 bucks? Just kidding. Just kidding. Sorry. Okay. So anyway, they're in, they're out. Garrett does great. Um, he does it in six tries, but again, they're very fast tries. And then they see Steve and Anna Lee as they're leaving. Steve does it in two tries because the man is a beast and I love him. Love him. Yeah. Okay. so once you're done with that task, the root information says drive to Toner's pub and secure your spot in the final three. You have to become a literary scholar. You have to get to the pub and each team member has to recite a James Joyce quote by memory. And once you've done that, you get your final clue and you get to go meet. Um, Phil at St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is pretty freaking awesome. Now, I think one of the quotes was way easier than the other quote, but I see that do as too,
3: because it was a man that loved, has a wife, not a brother, no, a wife, a widow, a gobbler, brother, in love, <laughs> neither alone, nor away, That's the other one. nor in, <laughs>
4: nor out. We're not. This. So one of them if I have it correct, okay. was every life is many days, day after day, we walk through ourselves meeting robbers, ghosts, giants. Old men, young men, wives, widows, brothers in love, but always meeting ourselves. James Joyce, Ulysses. I, the other one was very hard, and I didn't very hard trying to learn it. Like, it was, like, not within, not I alone, nor you, whatever. Nor you,
3: nor repeated me.
4: Repeated I don't know. I would have done the easier one. Uh, yeah, I would have looked at yeah, both <laughs> of them, but I would have
3: been like, I'm doing that one. I also was cracking up how I love how some teams said the name, because I guess technically James the Joyce, car Ulysses. says to read the whole thing, but, uh, yeah, I thought that this one was a really interesting one. I also thought when Joel and Garrett were doing it like live. And I think it is Garrett who's like, when you were saying it,
4: it was messing me up. And like he had to put his ears and I hands think that out. was very funny. So the harder one went first. So Corey and Rob both get it on the first try because they're amazing. And then they're off. John and Greg show up. Greg does the harder one, I think. And he gets booed. They start booing him when he messes up. And he's like, okay, all right, we'll be right back. That's fine. And then they get it on the second try. Joel and Garrett, um, Joel goes first. He gets booed. I think it's really funny. But Garrett is like, you're messing me up. I can't pay attention. And so they're off. And then they get it in two tries and then they are gone. And then Stephen and Ali, I mean, they only show one try, but they get it in the one try. And everyone's cheering them on they do so great. She's like, "Thanks y'all." And they're on their out. So the pit stop is St. Patrick's Cathedral.
3: One thing though, uh yeah. whenever we have these scenes in amazing race, I always find it a little awkward the like clearly paid patrons that are in the bar that mm-hmm. are like <laughs> Like, I like, I just, and like, I don't know why I always focus in on those people because it's like, I understand. This is their moment. Right. (laughs) But it's just like, y'all not saying, like, it's just, yeah. And then there's always the one person that's like doing it, but then you can catch their eye on Phil. And so they're like, So, but yeah, I just always pay attention to those people in the background. I
4: think they're so funny. We had gondola people when we were singing in Venice on our gondola, and they were like, a happy couple. And we're like, are you guys really a couple? And they're like, no. (laughs) No. no. Actors. Actors. Okay, so at the pit stop at St. Patrick's Cathedral, Rob and Corey get there first for the first time all season, and they win a trip to Fiji. Fiji. Here's Brooke's gripe. We won the leg before the last leg.
3: No prize. Brooke, you won the grand prize.
4: Right. But had we not, then I would have been like, where's my prize for winning a leg? That was frustrating. But there were several seasons in there where there was no prize for winning the penultimate leg. It was just you get to go on to the final three, which honestly worked out. I'm not really complaining. But they get to go to Fiji, which as someone who was just in Fiji is like, that is one hell of a prize. Because, and they're actually going right to one of the, like right by one of the survivor islands. They were talking about the survivor, like the island. And so they will be right near where all of you guys were being all stranded. And I was in the
3: Philippines. So I I, 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 wasn't
4: out there. there.
3: But I think this is when, I I start to get a little emotional Uh, again, like Corey saying every day of the race has been his best day. Uh, And then I don't know why I'm getting like a little emotional, just thinking about it now. Right. Like I just love the fact that like Corey and Rob say that like they're best friends and this has only really made their relationship stronger and that like, Rob is Corey's best friend and Corey is Rob's best friend. And it's like moments like this, um, you know, my dad wasn't really in my life. Uh, And so it's like if I were to have a relationship with my dad, my dad is deceased now. But like, I want a relationship like them. Right. Like I like, you know, I just that just got me so emotional. And I was like, okay. I want them to be. They, I
4: want them to win. When you meet Rob, just be like, "Are you taking applications?" Because I'll be like, "Can I?" I my dad's great. Dad, don't be. Don't call. Uh, me, uh, uh, not, not, not. Rob on my is wife. so positive. All it's all right. Fine. Not. I got me, lucky. i doing. Fine. 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 You're right. Sorry. Can we edit this out?
3: No, we keeping it because listen. Because listen. Uh, I'm gonna get a phone call right now. And guess what? And if. <laughs> If Rob is taking applications, Papa Cam hide. are you taking applications?
4: Oh, my dad loves you. He would he would oust me to get he'd be like, that's great. You can't take my spot, but you can join us. <laughs> OK, so they went a trip to Fiji. It's Rob Rob's dream to go to Fiji. And they're just so cute. It's annoying. OK, then Greg and John show up second and. They're just happy to be there. They they seem a little bit humble that they're not first all the time. But
3: I love it though, right? Because they're like, you know, we've gotten it four times. We just need to get it one more time. Like I like I was like, oh, like I was. We know you've gotten it four
4: times. Like we don't. We we get it. Like I. I mm,
3: but listen, sometimes mm. it's okay for a, a humble brag. It's okay. okay, like you know, like I'm just I, I was I was like y'all better talk that talk
4: hmm. So and then Joel and Garrett show up um, and they say they're like, people probably thought we'd be out so early, which is funny because we've said that we thought they would be out really early, but we stay positive and we make things happen. I honestly if they went now, I want them to win because I want Garrett's daughter to get her service dog. I just like the uh, teams that are a little bit older, although Rob is in his late 40s. So I'm cool with that, too. But I do their their positivity is just like infectious. Like, they're just joyful, even when it's stuff there. And it's funny because between the two of them, they like, I don't know, owned a crepery and like carry sugar cane. And they have done all these things. Dancing was not one of them. But even when it's like hard, they're still so positive. So I would not be angry if the million dollars goes to Joel and Garrett. They want to take their wives on real vacations. They Just give it to them. Give it to all. uh, Split it. And then Steve and Annalise show up, and they dance off into the sunset together. You know, I, I oh
3: <laughs> ah, Brooke uh, got so happy that she was dancing off into the sun and <gasps>
4: hit ah Brooke.
3: Oh, Brooke. I am dying. That's I'm
4: listening. so sorry.
3: No, listen. Justice for Stephen and Anna Lee. Okay? I got very
4: excited. Yes, they talk. I mean, they Stephen and Lee, You kicked a ton of butt, and to all of the haters, you're entitled to your opinion. Your opinion is wrong. Stephen and Anna Lee were so great. They dance off together. Like they talk about how they're so close, how they love spending time together. I Stephen and Lee for second chances or the challenge, or I don't care, anything and everything, put them back on my television immediately.
3: Yes. But again, I also feel like we are sad that they are gone. However, um, y'all beat out 11 teams, right? Like you're in fourth place. And so sometimes it's like, yes, you may not have won, but I think that it's a cause for celebration to come in number four, yeah. and so I know sometimes it's like we don't get what we want all the time, but we also forget all of the things that we have, have to do, have had to do to get here. So it's like, although I'm very sad for Anna Lee and Steve, I'm still like very proud of them. I thought that they killed it. I thought Steve did his thing. I thought Anna Lee did her thing. So I'm very happy for them.
4: I am too. And heads held high, folks. You guys were really a joy to watch. And I have a feeling this is not the last we're going to see of you. So for next week, we have the finale ending up in Seattle. And you know how they show you don't watch the thing, but they they show the final three teams being like, we're going to win it because of this. And we're, we're no one can take us down and go us. We can do it. Well, John, in his little thing, is like. So I know that the other teams have each one one time and that's cute and all, but <laughs> it was a little cocky. I like, love if, they it. Don't, if they don't win, I, I mean, they
3: better win with they're
4: talking to big games. No, so. You better
3: hype your bestie up. You don't need no beat. You better hype your bestie up. You don't need a beat. You better hype your bestie up. Just do it, do it, do it, do it. Do this or that. That's the energy John was having. And I am mad. Listen,
4: okay. Well, it only takes one. I mean, I won leg 11 and then there was a team in there that had won like four times, three times and it only takes one. So I don't know who it's going to be. I would be happy if it's any of the three. John and Greg are great. Rob and Corey, obviously I want Rob to win everything ever in life and Joel and Garrett, I'm getting you. We're going to, we're going to find a way, even if you don't win service dog, I'm putting it on my list um, of New Year's resolutions.
3: I love all the teams. I'm clearly rooting I mean, I either want it to be Rob or Corey.
4: Right, who are you clearly rooting for?
3: Oh, but I mean, I love the brothers and I love Rob and Corey. So it's like, I love Joel and Gary.
4: If it has to be one, uh, who do you want to win?
3: Oh, that one is hard. That one is really hard because I love, love Visa, Rob and Corey. But honestly, from my perspective, seeing two black brothers, uh and their relationship and just seeing seeing them two up there really resonates something with me. So I I would have to like be rooting a tad bit harder for John and Greg, but that just that, not a no, but just by that much, because again, I want Rob Cory to win. it. So
4: but Ed, oh, I want to oh, win. Barbara- it's so rare. First of all, there's no women in the finale, which I you would think it's annoying. It's upsetting. I wish there was at least one female out there. But you know what? I have I I don't think ever I have had a season where all of the teams, if any of them win, I would just be cheering at the top of my lungs. Like there's always a team that we like a little more, or one team, we're like, ugh, okay, whatever. This is all three seem like genuinely, I mean, we've met most of them, like good people and forget good people like just deserving of a win they're all just they're all just great that's
3: true they all are
4: deserving of it so like yeah and i'm excited to watch it with you and so we can cheer and scream together and celebrate the winner in person this week so it's gonna
3: be great that'll be excited well this has been your purple pants podcast pit stop coverage of amazing race season 35 episode 11 tune in next week where we will have our exit interviews with the remaining remain dear reindeer remainder <laughs> three themed. and we will have our final recap episode and we might have some photos to share uh, by this time next week so again thank you guys so much for listening uh, let us know in the comments what you think what team you're rooting for and we'll be back next week see you bye